Lord. Keep praising Him that is so good. Just keep drinking that in. Just keep drinking that in. He's a refreshing water <laughs> for every soul, every spirit, and every physical body. We drink from you, Lord, and taste and see that you are good. Your perfection. You satisfy. Mm. You satisfy the very depths of our soul, for you created us to be filled by you. We can only be touched and satisfied by you, Father. We praise you tonight. Bless the reading of your word. Let every word go into our hearts and explode. Take hold of our minds and our emotions, our feelings. We crawl on the altar again tonight. This living sacrifice. Take my heart, take my mind, take my soul, my life, my dreams. Take it, Father, and have your way. We pray in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Well, thank you for being here tonight. I want to lay a foundation for discipleship tonight, something I've been feeling very strong in my heart, and um, something I've been feeling this week, the Lord's been speaking to me very deeply about, and I just want to lay some things down for you tonight, and it's about building. The word just kept coming up into my heart, into my mind, that, that we need to build. Um, and it's important that we learn to build ourselves up. This is an hour. This is a time. We have to make sure that we're being faithful about building ourselves up. We're going to see scriptures tonight. God is a builder. He's an architect. He's a creator. You talk to him, if you would have a conversation with God, he would just tell you about the things he has built, the things he loves and he's built with his hand. Brother Ray and them, their, their, their son and daughter-in-law and two, their two sons, um, had their home burned down a few weeks ago. And Brother Ray was telling me this week about how the fire destroyed the, even the foundation. And they had to tear up the old foundation to build a new foundation. We're going to see in the scripture that that's scripture about what happens in our lives. That God has a fire so strong, so consuming, that it, there's the possibility even burning up the foundation of what we build upon. And so the Bible speaks that we have to be careful how we build. But we're to build. If we're not building ourselves today, we're falling into just settling for a shack, for a hut, and for something that can be destroyed and blown with the winds. How many of you ever watch that program, uh, House Hunters International? Anybody watch? Okay, quite a few people. My wife and I, we love that because a lot of times it goes to countries we've been to. And this House Hunters International, just the other day, they went to the Caribbean because they wanted to buy a home. And this home was over a million dollars. And uh, the thing about it was, was that it was made out of solid cement because they wanted to build a house that was going to stand the hurricanes and the storms. Well, we're going to have storms come towards our lives. And we've got to build our house out of the solid cement of the word and the foundation, which is Jesus Christ. And so it's very important that you talk to Brother Brett. He's a carpenter. Um, we have others who may be called brother, brother John's a carpenter. And you talk to them, and Brother John and Brother Brett both, uh, I'll just use them as examples. Uh, they, uh, James, James, not, uh, I, I surname you, John. 
But no, it's James. I'm sorry. James Morgan. James, and, and, and he knows I'm looking at him. Thank you, brother. I'm concentrating here. You know, I'm in the spirit. I don't see who I'm talking to right now. But anyway, think, when you talk to them, they'll tell you, like, I know Brother Brett just finished this awesome room where he laid down the floor, and, and it just, he was just always talking. Him and his wife was talking about how awesome his new prayer room and office is. And then Brother James has pictures of kitchens and pool houses and different stuff, cabinets, and they're so proud of their work, and they're put, they, they put their craftsmanship in, and they put their time, and, and their detail. Then afterwards, they stand, and, and they, they enjoy what they build, and it continues to be a joy to them. Well, that's how we need to be about our own lives. We want so many people to build us and encourage us, and the body of Christ does do that. But the thing about it is, is that you get involved with the Holy Spirit building your own life as he starts showing you how to build and invest in your life and spend time in investing and building your life up in, especially the area of your mind. God applauds and stands there, and you will too, about, look what God, co-work with me. Look what God, me co-working with God, look what we've done and look what God has created out of my life. I'm not a hut that's going to be blown down by the big bad wolf. I'm standing here tonight say, who is afraid of the big bad wolf? Because we're building a house out of material that cannot be blown away. Now, I got a lot of young people here tonight and I'm going to admit something. If you ever go on my Facebook, you already know this. I'm a fa- on Monday nights, I'm a fan of the Big Bang Theory. How many watched the Big Bang Theory? Anybody? Two. Oh, it's all old people watching the Big Bang Theory. It's us old people. The young people don't watch this. Oh, man, Al, I really feel. It's all the old people. Jake, thank you. And well, it's all, hey, me too. I'm somehow, you know, we, we like it. But anyway, Monday night on the Big Bang, it's, it's, it's for nerds, and it's really a cool show. But anyway, uh, Monday night, my wife and I were watching it, and we both went all at the same time. In the program, there's one of these guys. He's a nerd, and he's been intimidated. Uh, uh, by this guy down the street for a long time who always won all the competitions and he gets mad every time he sees him and he wants to beat him at everything and one of the buddies went up to him and started hitting him in the, on the uh, front of the head and he said so and so has been living here for 14 years without paying rent he has been living here for 14 years without paying rent he has been living here 14 years without paying rent How long are you going to keep letting him live there without paying rent? And we both went, whoa. And the Spirit started talking to me about building. And I'm going to be getting into some areas where our mind and our thought life is, the world puts a lot of emphasis on it, but God puts even more emphasis. And we got to build our minds, and we got to build our minds to where we have the mind of Christ. Because the devil, the thoughts of friends, the thoughts of enemies, the thoughts of demonic spirits of the evil world, thoughts of family, even people didn't mean to, so many of them have been living without paying rent in our minds for so long that we've grown accustomed to them hijacking our mind instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to be in control of our mind. And so how many of you know you can even get revelation from the Big Bang Theory? Wow. You know. But God is a master architect. And we're not going to go to this scripture. But in Genesis 4, I mean, verse 11, verse 4, God starts talking about building. But I want to share some scriptures with you tonight. And you don't have to look them up, but you can mark these down. Let me show you this word build. And I, want, I believe 
I cannot express it tonight in words, but I believe there's going to be a seed of the divine word of God implanted in your heart that this word build is going to explode inside of you. Because listen, there's more divine nature that has to be built in our lives. I said there's a divine nature that has to be continually built in our lives. You're not called to exist and float. You're you're called to conquer and be victorious. But you've got to build yourselves up. The Bible says you have to build yourself up. The Word of God says you have to build yourself up. Build. Build. And I want this word build just to get inside of you tonight. It says in Matthew 16, 18, And I also say to you that you are my Peter, you are my rock, and on this rock I will build. Somebody say build. I will build my church, my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And then in Acts uh, chapter 20, verse 32, in the New King James, it says, So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. That's the foundation scripture of this ministry, the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. Build you up. And he doesn't quit there yet. Build you up. Make you something you've never been before. Build you up into something that he desires for you to be. To build you up in the same image of he is. And I told you before, you are not out of just any material that was left over. And you're out of the material God was made out of. Build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Now, as I'm getting in, there's something I want you to think about. That word build, a house represents protection. You're protected when you live in a strong home. When you live a little camper trailer and there's a Category 5 hurricane coming, you don't feel very safe in that type of a house. But if you have a house with a strong foundation, strong walls, strong support system, you have a house that's been built to support that type of a category winds, then you, then you feel safe. A house also means joy. A house also means peace. A home also means provision. A lot of times we look for these different things in different ways and we even claim them and we believe God for them. But unless we're building, building ourselves, ourselves, our spiritual house, the tabernacle of the Holy Spirit, we're not going to have the peace, the blessing, the joy, the safety that we desire. So it's important that we build so we can receive an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. It goes on to say in 1 Corinthians 30, verse 10 through 16, according to the grace of God which was given to me, a wise master builder, say that with me, I am by the grace of God, the impartation of his word. I am a master architect, a master builder. Well, you are, you are. And let the spirit of revelation start building those qualities in you. A wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. And let each one, let each one take heed how he builds on it. Let each one take heed. If you want a shack, then that's what you're going to have. But if you want a house that withstands tornadoes, hurricanes, winds, and even the thief trying to come in, then you got to watch how you build on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay which that was laid with just Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation, which is gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. 
If anyone's work which has built on it endures, if it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as through, as through fire. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and the Spirit of God dwells in you? Now, that is a strong uh, passage there and a strong scripture to encourage us about the importance of building something, knowing that the Spirit of God is wanting to dwell in what you are building along with him. What am I building in the area of wisdom? How much time am I? And I'm going to get into the laws of the Spirit. What I'm going to build into is the laws of the Spirit that build you into an habitation that God pleases to dwell in. And the laws of the spirit, which is the renewing of the mind, the meditation of the heart, all these different things, because it is so important that we are building. It says there, let each one be careful how he builds. Because every one of our works, how we are building, it's going to be proven one way or the other. Once again, I was honoring Brother Ray and Sister Carolyn. And I I was talking to Brother Ray this week, and I I was telling him how, what a, a joy it is to have them in the church, because they went through the fire. Falling on his head, the blood pressure, the, everything that he went through, the kid's house burning down, the car being destroyed, and then their own personal car two days later being totaled. I mean, a lot of people would fall under and buckle under that and say, where is God's protection in the angels now? You know what Brother Ray did? Well, praise the Lord. That's character. That's not straw, and that's not hay. It's not things that can be burned. It's things that can stand. And this is not to make us feel inadequate or make us feel... I'm not preaching something to make you feel low. I'm challenging you that you can upgrade. I'm challenging you that you can upgrade from a camper that would fall apart to a house that would stand anything. And it is worth more than a million dollars. It's been purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ. It's the foundation of Jesus Christ. And you are not here on this life to be pushed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, by every demonic spirit, and every thought that would try to belittle you but you've been born again to walk victorious as he is even so are you here in this world so there's quality of material that God want to build in you amen I want to show you that also Ephesians chapter 2 verse 20 22 having been built having been built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets the apostles that gave us a strong meaty word and the prophets then and the prophets now that still speak the divine word of God into our lives. It says, Jesus Christ himself, Jesus himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building, here's your, your word, Brett, the whole building being fitted together, fitted together. Brother Brett came and gave me a word tonight and it was a definition of this word in Hebrew and he didn't know what I was preaching. Being fitted together grows Don't feel bad if you feel like you couldn't handle a Category 3. You can grow into a habitation that can handle a Category 6. What devastates around you does not have to devastate you, but it says here that you grow into a holy temple in the Lord in whom ye also are being built. Say, I'm being built. I'm being built. It says there, you're being built. Take hold of that word, I'm being built. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I'm not where I used to be. I'm being built in my mind. I'm being built in my emotions. Well, I used to crack me up and mess me up. Now I just just smile and say, praise the Lord. You're being built up. This is not for you to be hard on yourself like, you know, I just fail. I just fail at everything I do. No, you're being built up. Amen. 
So it says, are being built up for a dwelling place for God in the Spirit. And I believe that a lot of things that are going to change in our lives as we get into this, as I believe that we're supposed to be building ourselves into a, such a point that the Spirit of God is going to come into different measures in our life to where when we're going to speak, there's going to be a greater anointing on our words, in our worship, in our praise, in our walk, in our talk. The results, the results, the results of our life. I'm not just born again just to go to heaven. I'm born again to live his life here on earth. His kingdom come now. His kingdom be here now. And I believe God is wanting to build that dwelling place of the spirit of the I am inside of you. And it's being built. Colossians 3, 6 through 7, it says, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Rooted and built Say it with me. Built, look, built up in him, established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it, abounding in the word, abounding in your thought life, abounding in meditation in the word. What you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. Well, you know what? I got to find another church because I'm just not getting enough. No, you're not doing enough yourself. I don't feel guilty for the not enough word coming forth. The word comes forth. Many times we are not doing our part in being master builders ourselves. You know, I got a lot of tools that I got from my dad and others, but you know what? I don't know how to use them all. But maybe as it goes, there'll be opportunity to learn to use them all. I still got a saw I haven't used yet, but I think I need to use it on a tree pretty soon. But you know what? You grow into learning to use those things, but you have everything you need in the spirit already given you to build what you need to build but you've got to understand you've got to be built up in him you have to build yourself let's look at first peter 2 here 4 through 5 coming to him as to a living stone a living stone rejected indeed by men but chosen by god and precious you also as living stones are being built here it is again i'm not built i'm being built I'm being built. I'm being built in the area of my hearing, the area of my seeing, the area of my believing. Being built up into a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God, acceptable to God through Christ Jesus. I'm being built up in the area of my maturity. When I used to want to do things for the praise of men, I've been humbled enough to where now I want to do things for the praise of God. When I used to do, want to do things to be eye-pleasing to men, now I've grown to a maturity where I want to be eye-pleasing to God. And now what I do is acceptable because I'm not doing it for men. I'm doing it for God. Let each man examine his heart. Why am I doing? Why am I here? What am I doing? Why am I worshiping? Why am I an usher? Why am I a greeter? Oh, oh, uh, you know, am I just filling a place? Or am I being built into something that's going to be precious to God and acceptable to him as a living sacrifice? Jude chapter, verse 20, Jude 20 says... But you, beloved, building yourselves up, building yourselves up, building yourselves up. Brother James, is it hard work to build sometimes? You get in some very peculiar positions. You got to sometimes hold a few boards with one hand at the same time. You got to do a lot of things in the natural. It's like your hand wasn't made to do, but you got to do it anyway. There's a lot of things you got to do that's not easy, but, it's, but so you got to do it anyway. Building yourselves up in the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, just flowing in the Spirit, 
praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in English, praying with the understanding, praying in the Spirit of God, singing in the Spirit, singing with your understanding, flowing with the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God talking to you about some things about your heart and your mind and your life, flowing with the Holy Spirit as He speaks to you. He is the perfect guide. He is the perfect teacher. You, you do not need that one teacher, for He said, I will teach you all things. It's an anointing that abides within you to build you up and make you perfect, established as a living stone in the presence of God. This is good stuff, church. It's a building up which is able to keep us from falling. I am not going to live my life being prepared for a falling down or failure. I'm going to stand having done all therefore to stand. And we're going to stand together, church. We're standing together. Amen. Let's look at this. Psalms 127 verse 1. Now that word, let me back up to Jude. That word to build means to build up, to edify. It means spiritual profit. Third John 2 says, you will prosper and be in health as your soul prospers or profits. So when you build yourself up, you're preparing yourself for the blessings, the healing, and the prosperity of God. But that word build means spiritual edification, spiritual profit, spiritual advancement. It means to build further. It's the process of building. You are in a process of being built up. But just don't sit there because if you don't do it, it's not going to get done at the way God wants it done. Those walls are not going to build themselves. If Brother James decides to take tomorrow off, the sheetrock's not going up. You're going to have to get involved. You're going to have to get in the Word daily. You're going to have to pray daily. You, you people sacrifice to come on a Sunday night. There's whole rows here that they didn't come back, but you're here. You've been responsible. Now you take this and you feed on it and you grow thereby by the word of God that you build yourselves up by the word of God. Now Psalms 127 verse 1, unless the Lord builds the house, they that labor who build it, unless the Lord guards the city, the watchmen stay awake. So if it's going to endure, it has to be built and it must be built right. Uh, and, and like I said, the, the uh, house speaks of protection, joy. It also speaks of worship. Now, Isaiah 66, 1 and 2 says, Thus saith the Lord, Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. Where is the house? Remember, he's going to be a spiritual habitation. I want, listen to this. Could God be going around tonight? And is he saying, Where is the house you've built for me? You desire for me to dwell with you. But you have not spent any time with me. The woman taken in sin, she has washed my feet from the very beginning. You, you, you are not spending the time that I can say, where is my house that you built for me? Where is the house you're going to build for me? He's asking every one of us, every one of us tonight, every one of us. God is saying, where is the house you're building for me? Well, Lord, you know, I didn't have time. Oh, you had time to watch the Big Bang Theory, but you didn't have time to spend time with me. You have time for a lot of things, but you didn't have time with me. Where is the house that I may live in? I came, and I, I saw the wood that I gave you. And I saw the nails, and I saw the tools, and I saw the cement. And I even see the blueprints, says the Lord. But I gave that to you, what has it been now, 10 years ago? 10 years ago, I gave you the tools, I gave you the wood, I gave, I gave you the nails, I gave you the architectural plans for you to build me a house to dwell in. 
and you're still going around complaining about how the church just says, do it for you. And I've come to visit my house, and you have still not built me a house to dwell in. You must build me a place, build me a place. And where is the place of my rest? For all these things my hand has made, and all these things exist, says the Lord. But on this one I will look, on him who is poor and of a contrite art, who trembles at my word. Who will build me a house? Acts 7, verse 46. Who found favor before God and asked to find a dwelling place for the God of Jacob? But Solomon built him a house. However, listen here, however the Most High does not dwell in temples made with hands. As the prophet says, heaven is my throne, earth is my footstool. What house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what is the place of my rest? Has my hand not made all these things? He's saying, you're not making a place for me to dwell. Your worship is not making a throne for me, but yet you want to rule? You want to conquer this temptation, but there's been no worship, therefore there is no throne, therefore there is no victory. You want to conquer the addiction. And you want the oil, and you want somebody to cast that spirit out of you, but you're not spending time in my word. How will a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed of the word of God, building himself up with the word. It is written, Satan. Satan, it is written. Get thee behind me, Satan. That's the habitation God dwells in, and that's the fruit of his resting place when he's there. Amen. Listen to this. The Bible talks about the house of David, the house of Jacob. But I believe he also talks about the house of Russell, the house of Cindy, the house of Kay. Every house that you are, you are a house called by your name. And he wants to be known as the God of the house of James, the God of the house of Mike, the God of the house of Sheila, the God of the house of Perry, the God of the house of Robbie. He wants to be known as the God of the house, his resting place, the place where the enemy cannot come in because it is a fortress. And it's a dwelling place of the most high God. Solomon was excited to dedicate the house to the Lord. The Lord says, I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for a house not made with hands, but a house born again in the image of my son through the blood of my son and dedicated and stamped with the seal of the Holy Spirit. Hebrews chapter 3, 1 through 6. And so, dear brothers and sisters who belong to God and who are partners with those who are called to heaven, think carefully about this Jesus whom we declare to be God's message and high priest. For he was faithful to God who appointed him just as Moses served faithfully when he was entrusted with God's entire house. But Jesus deserves far more glory than Moses. How many know he deserves? He deserves more than I am giving him now. He deserves more in this worship team. He deserves more out of his message. He deserves more out of the different areas of ministry. He deserves more because we can never be satisfied with where we are. There's a building up. There's a going forth. And he deserves more. But Jesus deserves far more glory than Moses. Just as a person who builds a house deserves more praise than the house itself. Can you imagine that they go and they see a house that James built? 
But instead of praising the house, they, instead of going, what an awesome, beautiful house, they go, boy, that James is one of the best carpenters I ever met. What would make him feel better? The house being praised or him being praised? Him being praised. More than talking about the house, it's talking about the person who built the house. When you and I are building ourselves up, if people start seeing the fruit and the presence of God and the rest of God in their lives, they don't start praying the ones, they don't start praising us, they start praising the one who deserves the glory, which is Jesus, who has made us. I don't want them talking about what I'm building. You notice this is a church that doesn't have the name of a man because I'm not building the church. He's building his church. Therefore, I know this church will always be successful because it'll never be about a man. It'll always be about the one who deserves all the glory. Jesus deserves far more glory than Moses, just as a person who builds a house deserves more praise than the house itself. For every house has a builder. Every house has a builder. But the one who has built everything is God. Moses says, certainly faith, was certainly faithful in God's house as a servant. His work was an illustration of the truths of God would reveal later. But Christ, as the Son, is in charge of God's entire house. And we are God's house if we keep our courage and remain confident in our hope in Christ. Christ is the master builder. Ephesians 1, 19 through 22. Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Look what it says here. Having been built. Do you see that? Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building being fitted together, grow into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are being built. You are being built together for a dwelling place for God, the house, God's image. Oh, she's the, she's the image of God. She's the house of God. He's the house of God. Every one of them, a living stone, an example of God. Colossians 2.9. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. In him, in you. Amen. How can we start and further the process of building, the conquering and the renewing of the mind? I love what they said. I, I, I made a note here about the Big Bang Theory. He says, evict him. Evict him. You've been letting him live there for free. You're going to have to evict him. There's some things in our thought process. There's some habits, some imaginations that we have to bring under the obedience of Christ, as it says in 2 Corinthians. There's some eviction notices we're going to have to start giving without mercy. Show no mercy. You are evicted, and you are trespassing, and you are dwelling where you don't belong. I am the building of the Holy Spirit, and I'm evicting you, Spirit, by the name of Jesus Christ and the power of His Spirit. Hallelujah. I'm evicting of everything that doesn't edify and build up. Evict them. I have the mind of Christ. Ephesians 4, 8, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good, report. If there be any virtue, there be any praise, meditate, think on these things. In other words, here's your building material that's going to last. You're not going to be somebody who's named here and gone tomorrow. You're not going to be, like I said this morning, you're not going to be Samson who is mighty for 14 years and then dead. You're going to be Daniel who they couldn't kill. They couldn't destroy. Not even the lions. Why? He was committed. He was courageous. 
So I've got a few thoughts here as I end. What occupies your mind and what do you think and what you think on means more than anything else in your life. You may want to write that down. What occupies your mind? I'm going to be teaching you some things about how to build. Now, you're going to have to take materials and build. You're going to have to be here on Sunday night. You're going to have to take materials I give you. Every one of us is going to stand the test of fire. I've gone through some fires that I know you have too. But I'm going to give you some materials that says, what occupies your mind? Think about that during the week. What do you think on more than anything else in your life? What do you think on more than anything else in your life? What do you think about? Your thought life, you write this down, your thought life will determine your future. Your thought life, here's the building. Your thought life will determine your future. You know, I'm always just going to be dependent upon mom and dad. I'm just going to be hanging around trying to find something to do. I'm always going to be making the same mistakes like I've always made. Well, your thought life determines your future. Not who you are, what you think. Who you are can make it. It's what you're thinking that you need to evict that's keeping you down. Are you getting this? This is the power punch of the Holy Spirit tonight. Your thought life will determine your future. And what you will become in life. Your life today is a result of your thinking yesterday. Your life today is a result of your thinking yesterday. Put on the mind of Christ and you will be like Christ. Your life today is a result of your thinking yesterday. Your tomorrow will be determined by what you think today. Write this down. Especially young people, write this down. Your tomorrow will be determined by what you think today. Your tomorrow will be determined by what you think today. Watch how every man builds. Watch how every mind thinks. We gotta, we, we've got to watch our thoughts. And then I'll finish. Last scripture tonight. Proverbs 23, 7. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. What I think about now will determine who I am tomorrow. And so I've, I've, got, I've, got to, I've got to evict some, some things, and I've got to get the mind of Christ in some areas, and I've got to get ready to build. When you, get, when you build, you can't pick the seasons. If it's cold, you've got to work. If it's hot, you've got to work. When you build, you're going to get dirty. When you build, you can't work a few minutes and then rest a few hours. When you start something, sometimes you've got to work overtime to finished a project or it won't do there's a lot of areas of carpentry I don't understand that's why a lot of times architects are such good teachers of the word of God but one thing that we can do and what we can put together is that if I'm going to build I'm going to have to get dirty and I'm going to have to get down into it and I'm going to have to meditate into, into the plans that God has prepared for me because he is saying where's the house that you've built for me where's the house that you've built for me the house that will bring me glory. Not the building on Monroe Highway. But the little five foot four, five foot eight, five foot ten, 230, 240, 150 pounds. That little body, that person that you are. That person that you say I never grow, never do anything. Oh, wait a minute. That's what brings me the greatest glory is that body that I have prepared for me a sacrifice that I may live in. Are you building me a house? Are you building me a dwelling place? 
I just pray tonight the Holy Spirit speaks to you about the importance of this word build. And you start thinking like a builder. Every time you watch those programs on TV that they're remodeling, think, I'm remodeling my life. I'm tired of looking like the 70s. I'm ready to get the green shag carpet out. It's time to clean the closet. In fact, there's a scripture that says, get the skeleton out the closets. It's time to clean the closet. It's time to get that little loud lady. Who's that girl you like that cleans house? Nisi. It's time to get the Holy Spirit Nisi in there and say, get, oh, get that stuff out. It's time to clean house. It's time to clean house. I read the scripture to you this morning. It even said, it's time to clean house. It's time to build a dwelling place. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, did you get anything out of this? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Hallelujah. Maybe this is just for me. But I got a feeling there's some others that could join in this with me. Would you stand, please? I appreciate so much you being here tonight. And I want to encourage you to be here the next few weeks as we, we start building in some areas that's going to change your life. Even change your appearance. Change the way you see life. And your life is going to change. Amen. Father, we come before you tonight. And Lord, you gave us this mind. But Lord, you gave this mind to be built. Lord, the world even says the mind is a terrible thing to waste. But yet we count so much on grace and floating by and just getting by that we don't invest into this gift you gave us so that we can be built and used and think your thoughts and walk connected and as heirs of you, Father. Thank you that we have the opportunity to have the mind of Christ and the wisdom and the knowledge of you, Father. You've always wanted to share your knowledge and your wisdom and men would contaminate it and men would water it down. But I pray that as we start building, there's going to be an enlightenment to our eyes, a revelation to our heart, that, Lord, you said the secret things belong to you, but the things which are revealed to us belong to us. And even as you found Moses within a million people, you found someone to share your knowledge and even reveal your glory to. Lord, I thank you that you're building in this church. You're building a people like Enoch who will walk with you. And you will share your revelation and knowledge too. And we will grow into a habitation for you. We know there's more. And we stretch. And Lord, you stretch us. So that we can become more. More of a vessel of honor. To carry the glory that you be praised. You deserve all the glory, Father. And we praise you and we thank you for renewing our mind tonight. Give each and every one of us the discernment. What to evict. What to destroy. What, to, what to, to throw out and how to build. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Say with me, I have, I have the mind of Christ, the wisdom, the knowledge, and the revelation of God is formed within me. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am not weak. I am strong. I am not weak. I am not sick. I'm not defeated. I'm more than an overcomer through Jesus Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am a habitation of the Most High God. Angels enjoy and rejoice to be around me. For I am a dwelling place 
for the Shekinah, for the glory of the Almighty. And no evil can befall me, for I am the living body, the living stone of Jesus Christ, my builder, my owner, and my Savior. I am sealed until the day of redemption. Hallelujah! Yeah! <laughs> sookie, sookie, sookie. Glory to God. That's good stuff. Mm, mm. We love you. We bless you. Have a great week. If you need prayer, we'll be here to pray with you. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you Wednesday night, Tuesday night intercession. Amen.